Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Don't you dare. that God liberally blesses all you put your hands to. Our YouTube family is growing like crazy. If you're on YouTube this morning and you are watching, let me know you are in the house. Hey, Jenny. Hey, DeShannon. Hey, Miss Weaver. Hey, George. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Kim Yarley. Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. Oh, thank you, Lord God. My God. And if you have not been over to YouTube yet and you have not liked our channel, go like our YouTube channel. And then do me a favor. If you are up and alive this morning, go share the devotional. Go on. Click a boom. That's it. <laughs> click a boom. Just a little click a boom. I don't even know what click a boom means. But click a boom. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. My God. We bless you. Um, God only knows by king and country. Uh, thank you, Shit. Oh, of course, yeah. Hey, Ebony. Good morning, Ebony. 
Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So if you're ever in a position in a place where you're taking a break, y'all laughing at my click a boom. Yeah, I don't know what click a boom means, but go click a boom. <laughs> God only knows. Uh, good morning, Tulsa. Good morning to y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nia, I heard the Lord tell me to tell you, you are not in a rush. You are not, you are not in a rush. You're not, you're not in a rush. Woo! My God. That's what the Lord just said. Nia, you are not in a rush. Thank you, Lord. You are not behind. Take your time. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Take your time. Take your time. This season for you is about your relationship with him. So take your time in your relationship with him, Nia. That's it. That's what this season is for you. You and your relationship with God. So take your time in your relationship with God. My God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for thinking of Nia. Thank you for thinking of Nia. Thank you for thinking of Nia this morning. My God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am LMJ. Hey, 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 Johnson, aka LMJ, and God Only Knows. If you've never, that is one of Judah's favorite songs. Um, God, God Only Knows by King and Country. If you've never listened to the song, it's so right. Remember, we are in the fourth quarter, right? And so, God is fine tuning us and polishing, polishing us up. God Only Knows, like, God Only Knows, God Only Knows everything about you. God, God is your maker. God is your creator. God only knows how you've been designed. God only knows the purpose and the reason that you are here, right? Well, Ebony Morris, we stand in agreement with you. We curse those migraines at the root right now, baby girl. In the name of Jesus, we command them to never return. Jesus was already bruised for Ebony's iniquity chastise for your peace and by your stripes you are healed and if that is where your faith is for you to never have migraines again then i stand in faith with you um i thank you lord god that ebony's body is a balance that she's getting plenty of rest plenty of water all the things that we need to do in the natural to combat the migraines father god i thank you that she's doing the things in the natural but i thank you father god that you're putting your supernatural my god on her natural. Father God, we also stand in the gap for Wanda Andrews this morning. We know, Lord God, that you are a healer. You are a supreme ruler of the inner universe. You are bigger than any doctor's report. I'm going to say it one more time. You are greater than any doctor's report. 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 You are greater than any doctor's report in Wanda's life. And I thank you, Father God, for your supernatural power being placed on Wanda's life in Jesus' name. Amen. Father God, thank you for your overwhelming goodness to Wanda. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your overwhelming goodness to Wanda. 
um, in Jesus' name, amen. For your overwhelming goodness to Wanda, I thank you, Father God, that you are being overwhelmingly good to her and you are being faithful to her. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank you, Lord God, for a demonstration of your power. Oh, my God, in the name of Jesus, that we will see your power like never before. In, in these last days, that we will see a demonstration of your acts and your wonders. I'm looking for you to do miracles daily in the name of Jesus. Um, I need to do something real quick. Um, if you are new to the devotional, welcome to our community of believers. Um, this is uh, yeah, okay, Lord, I'm saying, saying this is not just LMJ's devotional. This is our community. This is where we come together in our morning time to fellowship, to worship with the Lord. Um, and we are a family. We support each other through hardships, through problems, through issues, through all of these, all of the different things, all the different phases of life. Um, we have ladies Bible study on Tuesday night. The ladies right now, we're in 41 days of consecration. You are welcome to join us. We have Chase That Lion, the Dream Academy on Friday. You are welcome to join us. Throughout the year, we do various small groups, um, particularly right now, Single You and Finance You. When the opportunity comes up again for you to participate in Single You or Finance You, grab hold of those and get involved. Even if you think you're financially in the place that you're supposed to be, you are never, ever in a place or a position where you cannot learn. We also... Um, we also, besides the daily devotional, we serve in a various capacities. And we got some new people on here. That's why I'm doing this. We serve in a various capacities. One of our major programs or major way we serve our body around us is Feed the Streets. Feed the Streets is a huge component of LMJ Ministries. Um, and our goal is, goal is to combat food insecurity, um, not just to the homeless, but to anybody that's in need. Um, and so we host Feed the Streets at least once a month. God is going to grow. God is going to grow us in a place where we are going to have our own soup kitchen, where we are going to have a coffee shop that's going to be able to minister to people in different ways. And so that's kind of that's kind of who we are. We do several different things. We support each other. Um, we, we love each other. We are going to be walking in a building soon. I am going to declare that out my mouth until it happens. Um, so this is who we are. God has gifted us with a very special personal ministry for us to be able to love each other, to be able to support each other, for us to be able to, I'm sorry, y'all, my camera was a little strange, for us to be able to walk in unity with each other. The Feed the Streets this month is going to be in um, Pine Bluff. We will be serving the Pine Bluff community October the 16th. Now, here's what I need from y'all. <laughs> Um, thank you, first of all, for your continuous donations, because your donations, as my friend Tammy Burris, who is in the hospital, thriving right now, but, um, so if her name is placed upon your heart, um, she is thriving right now, she is thriving right now with COVID, call Tammy's name out in the name of Jesus and declare that those lungs are breathe, and we curse COVID at the root right now in the name of Jesus, um, and so, want this this feed the streets. I want to do something different. Um, I want to pack a backpack for kids with goodies. So we're gonna take a backpack and we're gonna pack the backpack with kids with goodies. So we need play-doh. Um, we need coloring books. We need crayons. Um, we need jump ropes. I want to give them an old school backpack. We need jacks. Um, we need chalk. Um, 
those are the type of things we're going to put and we're going to put some sweets in the backpack for the kids so we're going our goal is to october 16th not only get the food out there but to also pack these backpacks if you want to donate like say you might want to send 75 tubes of play-doh you might and i would prefer the play-doh packages you might want to send 75 dollars uh, 75 boxes of crayons. We like good crayons. <laughs> we like good crayons. You might want to send 75 boxes of crayons. But my goal is to restore hope in some children this month. Like I want them to give them a bag of happiness. That's what I'm gonna start calling them. Those are my bag of happiness. I want to give them. I want to give them a bag of happiness. I want to give them a bag of happiness. So um, we're gonna give them a bag of happiness this month. And then whether you know it or not, we we pass out a thousand meal kits. Um, this is our reasonable service unto the Lord. This is not uh, something we do uh, just to say we did. This is our reasonable ser service unto the Lord. This is our reasonable service unto the Lord. One of our other projects um, is Drew Projects. We um, partner with Drew Projects to get feminine hygiene kits throughout the world, 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 throughout the world. Throughout the world, throughout the world, throughout the world. So this ministry makes global impact. And I just needed to pause and share it because we have so many new people. And we're going to have, even throughout the month, this month, October, through the end of the year, we're getting ready to have, our family here is getting ready to grow like crazy. It's going to grow because sheep begat sheep, right? This family, this family is getting ready to grow like crazy. So I wanted to make sure you just know who we are and what we have going on. And um, we are walking next March. We will be in our fifth year of ministry. Next year, I will be in 21 year of service. Oh, wow. Next year, I will be in 21 years of service to the Lord. So November, somebody give me the date for Magnolia. Let me give you one more date for me. Uh, November the 16th, huh? 16th no 13th 16th 13th somewhere in there somebody's gonna help me they're gonna correct me in just a second um november the i think it's the 16th the 12th somewhere in there of november i will be in magnolia speaking to their women's group i'm pretty sure if you live in the area you can come <laughs> if, if, i'm pretty sure because of this church and the heart of the women i'm pretty sure if you're in the area and you want to go to magnolia and you want to hear me speak a word um, and if not, they'll correct me, but I'm going to tell them I need you to be my special guest um, that you can be involved with us at Magnolia. Okay, so let's get into the word today. Let's get into the word today. Um, I just needed to pause because um, we have new believers. And I need to do something also for Wanda Andrews. Um, Wanda, do not kill Deshauna, right? Because she, she calls me to pray for you. But I know recently... Um, we Joe put the list for kids on YouTube. We it's on Facebook. Joe put it on YouTube. I know that Wanda recent. It's November thirteenth. Thank you, Patty. Patsy. It's November thirteenth. Wanda, I know you recently started and in Magnolia. I know you recently started treatments. Am I? Is that correct? Um, I think that's what Deshana told me. Don't kill Deshana. She just asked me to pray for you. And so um, I know. Um, I know how, um, and Deshaun will give me later if I'm out of line. I know when we're in the process of doing treatments, um, how costly that can be. So can we be a blessing to Wanda? Wanda, do you have Cash App? And if you don't have Cash App, we're going to send it to Deshaun's because I know Deshaun is a woman of integrity and she will, um, and she will, um, she will give it to Wanda. Wanda, do you have Cash App? 
this is something we do in our community. If you don't, if you're new to the community, you don't want to participate, you do not have to participate. But the Lord will occasionally tell us to bless. I want to sew into Wanda today. She just started treatments. She's been going through treatments. She has, um, Jesus has fought cancer bravely on her behalf. Okay, Lord, let me hurry up. And I want to be a blessing to Wanda today. You don't have to sew. You don't have to feel obligated to sew. Um, don't, can I say this, Holy Spirit? Don't talk about our sewing. Don't get frustrated if you don't get it or you don't understand it. One of the things that we do is this ministry is designed to be a blessing to others, a conduit, right? So this morning, we're going to send a seed to uh, a gift, a love offering, whatever the Lord places on your heart um, for Wanda Andrews. She's going to drop her cash app. Once she drops her cash app, um, and the Lord places it on your heart to sow into Wanda, Wanda, give to Wanda today um, just a little cushion to help her through her process of going through the treatments that she's going through right now. And Wanda, on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ, we curse cancer at its root. <laughs> we and we curse it. We curse it. We curse it at its root. And we command it to dry up in your body. <laughs> we curse it at its root in the name of Jesus. And we command cancer to dry up in your body. In Jesus' name, amen. So if the Lord places it on your heart to give to Wanda as soon as she drops her cash out, we're going to be a blessing to Wanda. We curse it at its root. We're going to curse it at its root. Thank y'all for giving me time this morning um, because I haven't addressed the body, our body like this in a minute. So thank you for giving me the, let me, let me operate in the spirit of the Lord. Wanda has been here even after treatments. She's just part of our family, and we're going to love and take care of our family. That's what we're going to learn how to do. That's what God has been impressing upon me deep in my heart. We're going to learn how to love and take care of our family. We're not going to have a family member in a crisis or going through a circumstance or a situation, and we don't pause to make sure our family is good, right? We, I would love for the Lord to blow a wind of money our way for COVID relief. I'm going to say it one more time. I would love for the Lord to blow us some a wind a month went for all the money for COVID relief. So, Lord, I thank you and receive the funding we need for everything that you're calling us to do in Jesus' name. Amen. So, we don't have long. We don't have long. We don't have long. Yeah, we praying for Wanda. We praying for Tammy. We're not doing this. We're not leaving behind our community. And I think if we all are in faith, then guess what the Lord is going to do? He's going to open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on us and on this ministry so that we can go impact the world as God has called this ministry to do because we have a <laughs> we just have a team and a legion of individuals who have a heart to serve God in new ways and new methods. So the Lord wanted me to back up a little bit. We have been talking about spiritual keys. So I need to pause this morning and give you something on spiritual keys. If you ain't got your notebook, get your notebook. <laughs> get your pen, get your pencil. Uh, and we're going to talk, we've been talking about spiritual keys. I'm going to give you a quick overview. And then we got one key, key we're going to focus on, right? We're going to remember that as Christians, right? Come on, all cells die off completely healed. Come on, my medical professional speaking over it. Come on now, come on now, come on now. In the name of Jesus, yeah, we need to see God do miracles. I'm sick of reports. I'm sick of doctor's reports. I'm sick, I don't even want... Like, I'm not saying you can't go to the doctor to find out what's wrong with you. Definitely. So we know what to pray. But I'm over negative reports. I'm over negative reports. I'm over negative reports. And every time the doctor gives us a negative report, we're going to tell, hell no. Wanda Andrews, you have full of life. You have plenty of life. Full of life, woman of God. Full of life. Plenty of life. 
plenty of time to see the resurrection power demonstrated in your life. Your life does not end this way. Cancer will not be your story. And I'm saying that. My God, if you go home, it's because it's your time. Or if you go home, it's because you're ready to be with Jesus. But we are not doing that. Thank you. It's November the 13th. By Jesus stripes, you are healed. So let's talk a little bit about our spiritual keys. And if you're new to the devotional, um, you may not understand that as a Christian, you have resources, both in the spiritual and the natural. There she is. Dollar, dollar sign, a hundred. You see it, Joe? One, okay, she's got that big money in front of her name. Come on now. Woo! I'm a prophesy. Come on, Lord. She's got, there we go. Dollar sign, 100. Wanda, W-A-N-N-D-A, Andrews. We're pinning it. We're going to put it in both places. Joe, it was pinned. Now it's not pinned. Go back and catch it. Y'all, Josiah back. Say good morning, JoJo. Josiah is back and in position and in place. He needed to take a little rest, transitioning back in school. So, Lord God, we thank you for um, Josiah. We thank God for Jessica, who has served us for the last five years and who is, um, got, she got sick and is just kind of taking her time, mending and getting healed. Um, and getting her family together and restored. Many people don't know Jessica has five kids, but she is doing so well. So we thank God for Jessica and her years of service to the ministry. And we thank God for Josiah back on the ship, back up in the morning so our notes and all of our things could be together. We are grateful for you, Jojo. We are grateful for you, Jessica. Oh my God, we love it. It's it's W-A-N-N-D-A. It's W-A-N-N-D-A. But don't even hold on to it. If you can't get it, we'll give it to you again. Joe posted it again. Joe posted again and pinned it. For some reason, your pins are not staying. So I want to give you what you came here for, which is the word. I appreciate your tenderness to us this morning to take care of our loved ones. I appreciate your um I th- I pre- I appreciate your tenderness to um who we are this morning we thank you father god for your word um we just thank you father god for your power we thank you father god for you demonstrating your long self strong in our life and opening the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you've called us to be in christ jesus give us more revelation knowledge in your word lord god we sit at your feet this morning and our desire and our longing is to obey you and walk my God, we walk, walk in the fullness of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, as followers of Christ, I need to put emphasis, um, um, as followers of Christ, Meredith, that was like four months, (laughs) inbox me, Meredith, that's like four months ago, Jess is perfect, Jess is fine, um, Jess has five kids, and, um, oh, is the cash app wrong? No, 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 no. Deshaun verify the cash app. That's what he said. So just is fine. You gotta listen. You gotta listen. To, you gotta, there we go. You gotta listen to what I'm saying. You gotta listen to what I'm saying. You gotta listen to what I'm saying. Jessica is fine. Jessica had been sick earlier this year. We had two members of of LMJ ministry teams who had got really sick. Shonda had got really sick. Jessica had got really sick. And so one of the things that I am a firm believer in is you taking your time to get healed and restored because sickness will knock you off your feet. Both of them have a family. Both of them have been taking their times, time coming back in their roles in the ministry. Jessica is great. (laughs) Shonda is great. 
Um, but both of them, healing takes time. Healing takes a restoration, especially when you're a mom and a wife and you have five kids or you're a mom. So I want to clear that up because I don't want, I didn't want people to mispost or to whatever. And then if somebody comes to your mind, I always feel like you can go and check on the person, right? I always feel like you can go and check on the person. Go check on the person. Tell them you love them. Tell them you miss them. That's no big deal. All right, y'all. Spiritual keys. But I need to clarify, I wanted to clarify that because I don't want anybody to go, you know, start messaging Jess or anything like she dying or something's wrong. Come on now, let me give you, uh, let me give you the word for today. So we're talking about spiritual keys and we have access to all kinds of resources, both spiritual and both, and both physical, right? According to the promises of God. You need to put that in your notes this morning. According to the promises of God, I have resources, spiritual and physical. Woo! Come on, y'all. Get revelation of this this morning. I have resources, spiritual. Come on now. Come on now. I have spiritual and physical resources. When I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it unlocked things for me, right? And so, so according to God, so we have what's called spiritual keys. You got keys. You got access to some things. When you accept Jesus Christ, when the kingdom becomes your priority, you have access. You have access access to some things you have access you have spiritual and physical resources Woo! matthew 6 is living proof when god says to us look <laughs> oh my god when god says to us look and i'm re i'm flipping the scripture around there only the pagan run after food only the pagan and really what he was saying if you knew who you were if you understood that who you were if you understood the priority of kingdom, you would never be talking to me about no food, no clothing, or what you wear, right? Because with your access, with your acceptance of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this gave you physical and spiritual resources. Oh, my God. This gave you spiritual. I got spiritual and physical resources, right? But you got to properly utilize the key. Oh, there's a key to unlock these. There's a key. Now, there are some things that God just does for us because there is God, right? He's just God. He's just God. He just does this. But can I tell you something? The benefits of being in the kingdom is I have to know how to access my keys, right? The physical resources. God already told us, don't worry about those. Those are promised to us. Oh, somebody ought to shout and run right there. Somebody ought to shout and run right there. Somebody ought to shout. My God. Somebody ought to shout right there. God already promised to meet your physical needs. That's what the word says. That, that's what the word says. The word says, God already promised to meet my physical needs. Food, clothing, shelter is a promise of God. Ooh. My God. So why would I even talk about this? Why would I even spend any energy and any... That, my, hold on. Glory. Oh, my God. That just did something inside of me. Oh, my God. Food, clothing. Matthew 6. Go over there. Find it. Food, clothing, and shelter is a guarantee for the kingdom. Oh, my God. My God. Lord God, forgive us for expending any energy on food, clothing, and shelter when food, Clothing and shelter is already a benefit of the kingdom. When I accept, Jesus promised this. This is what he said in his word. Matthew 6, 13. He said, this is what he said. He said, why worry? Why worry? Why would you be worried over food, over clothing, over shelter? He said, on the pagan. You know what pagan means? Those that do not believe in Jesus Christ. Those that do not, that are not a part of, only the pagan 
runs after these things. Ooh, only the pagan runs after these things. Only somebody who doesn't understand how the kingdom works. Oh my God. Say it again. Only somebody who, the, only somebody, oh my God. What, so why am I giving any energy, Jenny? Why am I giving any energy? Why am I getting any? See, so can I tell you? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you when we worry? Can I be real for a second? Sometimes we worry about these things when we do things outside our means. Sometimes we worry about these things when we've created debt. Like that's, that's when we worry, right? Sometimes we worry about these things when we haven't been a good steward. That's why it's important for us ooh, tonight. I'm going to talk about operating in kingdom financial principles in Bible study. Oh, my God. When I operate in kingdom financial um, principles and finances, what I do is I pull the rug from out of the Satan to play. Sometimes we worry about these things when we're overextended. Sometimes we worry about these things, right, when we're overextended. Worry comes in because, and we worry about these things when we're trying to afford them ourselves. Ooh, can I tell you? Can I? Can I tell you what God told me one time? He said, baby, I can afford you. Come on. He said, I can, he said, I can afford you. He said, I can afford you. He said, I can afford you. Look, he said, I can afford you. I can afford to fund every project for LMJ Ministries. I can afford to provide for your boys. I can afford to take care of their tuition. I can afford your car note. I can, baby, I can afford you. Like, I could afford, like, I can afford you. I, 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 you do not, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can afford you. I can afford you. I, I, I'm going to put this out there again. I can afford you. Like, I can supply all your needs according to your riches and glory. Go over to Philippians 4 19. We quote that under, we quote that all the time. But when we operate in particular kingdom principles, it puts a guarantee. Come on now. It puts a guarantee on God's behavior towards us. I'm going to go. I'm gone. This stirs something up, up in me. It puts a guarantee on God's behavior for us. It puts a guarantee. When I stir this up, it puts a guarantee on God's behavior towards us. Hold on. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Let's go to Philippians 4. Here's Paul's advice. <laughs> this is Paul talking to them. He comes in. He says, rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. A key. A key. When I'm rejoicing, that puts a that that's a key. That's a spiritual key. That's unlocking something for me. Then he says, it's this fourth verse. He says, Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. This is what he says. He said, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So there's another key. One. One key is I gotta stop complaining and I need to start rejoicing. Come on, Holy Spirit. One key, one key is I got to stop complaining about what I don't have. I got to stop complaining about what I don't have. I got to stop complaining about where I live. I got to stop complaining about what kind of car I drive. I got to stop complaining about the food that I have to eat because I got some food, right? May not be everything that I desire right now in my heart, but might be what I need. <laughs> might be, might be what I need. Also, also maybe. Can we just be real this morning? Also may be the direct result of what I steward over. Oh, my God. Come on now. 
Holy Spirit. So that might be the might be the rec, rec, might be the direct result of my stewardship as well. I remember when I didn't used to take care of my car and I didn't change my oil and I didn't get it washed and I didn't clean it out. And God started dealing with me about being a steward. He said, you're not being a good steward over the things that I've given you. My God, you're not even being faithful to the things that I've given you. Um, you're not even being faithful to the house that you live in now. You're not even being faithful. That's how he dealt with me, right? Because stewardship really does something to the heart of God. Stewardship sends a sign to God that you are thankful and grateful for where you are right now. Paul said it best when he said, I've learned to be content with or without. If I got it or I don't got it, I'm going to learn how to be happy. If I got it or I don't have it, I'm going to learn how to rejoice. Oh, my God. And then for me, can I tell you? For me, for me, I had to begin to take accountability for whatever bad positions I had put myself in financially. I had to, I had to, I, I just, that's what I had to do. I had to begin to, I had to begin to take accountability for wherever I put myself in financially. So anyway, so rejoice in the Lord again, rejoice. That's one key. Then he says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. That's the second key. I'm anxious for nothing. I'm careful for nothing. Everything must go in prayer and supplication. Not whining, not begging. In prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. But I'm not putting in prayer and supplication Food, clothing, and shelter because I understand that a resource to the kingdom is God already supplies these things. Ooh. I'm not putting that in prayer. So like, Lord, I'm not getting ready to talk to you about what I'm going to eat and what I'm going to wear today and all of that. Ah, mm, mm, no, 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 no. Because even if I can't afford my mortgage, even if I get an eviction notice, even if some, can I take, even if, if, if can I take, can I take, <laughs> can I be real with y'all this morning? Even in the last two and a half years, I didn't get them often. I didn't get them often. I didn't get them often. But it was probably a couple times when I was living in an apartment teaching a devotion that I had, I think, two eviction notices. But at that time, God had really begun to deal with me about the stewardship of my finances. So I cut up. Joe, why you laughing? I cut up because he know I'm telling the truth. I cut up all my credit cards. Right? Because the scripture says, oh, no, man, nothing but the love of I'm just going to help somebody this morning. Right? That's why I tell people all the time, I got a grace for finances. The Lord has shown me this. But I was operating in impractical ways. I'm just going to get this. I don't know why we even here. This ain't the direction I was going. Right? So I was operating in impractical ways. I was operating in ways that were not conducive to the kingdom. Um, somebody had told me credit was the way, the game, and all this other stuff. But it does not correlate with the kingdom of God. Does not mean it's a sin. But does not correlate with the kingdom of God. If we, if we supposed to be the head and not the tail, if we supposed to be the lenders and not the borrowers, and, and if we are supposed to be the ones, right, that are, no, it does not correlate with the kingdom of God. God has a debt-free economy and system wrapped all up in this word of God, right? So I, I remember one time, I remember one time I had like two eviction notice, and this was a season for me to trust God, right? This was a season for me to trust God. And so I remember when I got the two, one, the first eviction notice, but, but favor, favor, just somebody say favor, but favor, right? But God began to deal with me with the stewardship of my finances. And this is what he said to me. I, this is for me. This is what I had to do. This is why it's important for you to understand how he's ask, acting, asking you to steward over your finances, right? Tithing, giving. Always. That's that's just kind of my, I don't know. It's just obey God, right? So <laughs> it's just there. It's just there. 
But what I had to do was I had to come out of the world's economy and system and enter in God's kingdom and system. So I turned around. I reorganized all my debt. I did a debt, debt reorganization into a payment that I could afford to pay. Let me, well, that God could afford to pay. And that I actually thought was going to be higher, but God pulled it together to make sense, right? So that I could pay. Because one of the things, the scripture, I asked the Lord, I need you to show me this in scripture. Please show me in scripture how this works. This is what God said to me. He says, he took me to the scripture, right, about paying my debts, right? Some of you, God may do something totally different. He may do a duper supernatural wipeout. But what God told me was, one of the things that he gave me, he was like, I need you to get out of debt. I want you to pay your debts. Yes, sir. So I reorganized my debt. I cut up all my credit cards. And people be like, well, you got, you got to have, you have to have at least one credit card. I don't see that in the Bible. <laughs> I ain't knocking what you do. I ain't. I'm telling you what worked for me. When God was dealing me with another level of stewardship, I don't see it. And I go and travel and do all kinds of stuff without a credit card. Everywhere God going to send me, he going to pay for it. I don't see that in the Bible. So this is what he told me to do. So once I cut those up, and I made a position and a, a position and a promise to God, this is where I'm going to live. I also made a position and promise for him that I was going to live, right? That I was also going to live with inside my means, right? I was going to live outside my budget. I was not going to allow my emotions to tell me how to spend my money, right? As soon as I began to do this and practice the principle of what he was requiring of me, things began to shift in my life. And God began to supply all my needs. Plus, he had already promised me, according to Mark 10 and 29, that if I leave everything behind for him, that he had to take care of me. That's a promise in his word. That's a promise in his word. He said, if I, he said, if I leave, he said, if I, you leave absolutely everything behind. That's what the scripture said. He said, if anybody leaves the gospel, I had left my full-time teaching position. I had left what I thought secured me. I don't know who pulling on me this morning, but I hope this helps them. I had left my full time, my security. I had left everything that I was secure in behind to his obedience. I want you in ministry full time. I want you in ministry. You're not going to be able to serve people at the capacity that I'm calling you to serve people and take care of your family and, and doing a part time job. You're just not. You're not going to be able to do it working full time. It's not going to work for you. Does he do this for everybody? I don't know, but this is what he said to me. My thing is radical obedience, right? So this is what he says, and I got to wrap this up. My God, I got to wrap this up. So when God began to speak to me and tell me this, this is what he said to me. He says, I, he says, he says, so this is the plan for you. This is where we're going to go. And then mind you, yes, sir. Mind you, there were some other things in there that I didn't wait on God. Can I be honest? Can I free somebody this morning? There were some other things in there. I didn't wait on God. I didn't wait on God. I didn't wait on God. Um, so this is what he said for me. This is not what he said for anybody. He said, you're not going to be able to teach like at the capacity that you teach. You're not, you're not, you're not going to be able to teach. You're not going to be able to serve at the capacity that I'm calling you to serve. You're not, you're not, you're not. You're not, you're not going to be able to do it. You're going to have to trust me and walk into ministry full time. That's what he said to me. Okay, Lord, I'm going to have to trust you. It was scary. <laughs> it was hard because I've worked all my life. I've worked sometimes two and three jobs. I'm just telling you, I've worked sometimes, sometimes two and three jobs. But I had to come out of a financial system that was not God's financial system and come into a kingdom finance system. I had to let him direct me in my finances. I had to understand that there were spiritual keys that if I implemented them, that they would unlock 
unlock kingdom's economy in my life. Like, right? Like, like kingdom, part of a stewardship, part of it was not being wasteful, part, part of it was seeking every finance, seeking him for every financial decision. Um, he just recently, I told y'all this, I'm, I'm just gonna help somebody. He just recently, recently dealt with me about all uh, my budget right because he had given me a budget for this year and i thought i was doing good with the budget and then he corrected me and said i need you to be better with the budget it wasn't that i was doing anything wrong um he dealt with me about my <laughs> can i say this holy Spirit? he dealt with me about giving right he dealt with me about giving too much because i would give somebody gotta y'all be praying for my boo because somebody gotta balance me out somebody gotta balance me out but he gave me, he said, he gave me, I gave you a budget for you to operate on in this season for your life and reminded me that I'm the widow. Reminded me I'm the, reminded me also that I'm the widow. So there's so much in it. But those are the personal things. And the same way he personally has dealt with me is the same way he will personally deal with you if you really let him deal with you in the area. Can I tell you something? I don't know why we are so scared to allow God to deal with us in the area of finances. Like for real. Like, for real, for real, for real, we get so scared. But yes, spiritual keys will unlock the kingdom economy in our life. And if we understood this, then we wouldn't toil like we did. I'm not saying hard, not hard work. That's a difference. Toiling, working ridiculous hours, putting ourselves in compromised positions financially, um, placing ourselves in things that pull away from our family and pull away from our time with God. So anyway, he says, be careful for nothing. Put everything in by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, can I just say this to somebody? God ain't messed up about your little paycheck. <laughs> can I say this just this morning? God ain't messed up about your little paycheck. You are not limited by your paycheck. Stop letting your paycheck be the determination for what you do in life. You're not limited. You're not limited. Can I say something? God ain't messed up about your little paycheck. Your little paycheck, your little paycheck. Don't even, can I, don't even get prideful in your little paycheck. That's an idol. Then that becomes an idol. God ain't messed up about your little paycheck. He can do beyond your paycheck. He can do beyond your paycheck. He can take your paycheck and flip your whole life around just because you honor him with your paycheck. Don't don't let him don't let the God ain't mess about your little paycheck. Stop taking pride in your little paycheck and your little paydays and your little God ain't mess about your little paycheck. That's your little paycheck. God operated in the kingdom economy. God can make money. He owns everything. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Okay, let me finish because y'all little finna time me out. Y'all gonna see the camera go out in the middle of my speaking. He says, "And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus." Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on those things. So, for one, this is what I got to do. My, my, I'm just telling y'all, y'all little paycheck, I'm just telling you. Um, here, 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 here. So, anytime anything else starts thinking against pure, lovely, Good report. Any of those things. Any of those things. That's not from God. Even when God got to deal with you and correct you. Guess what? <laughs> even when God got to deal. Even when God got to deal with you and correct you. Even when God got to deal with you and correct you. Right? Even when God got to deal with you and correct you. He going to deal with you in such a way that it brings you and draws you close to him. So all those condemn, condemnation and all that other stuff. Mm -mm, that's, that's different. It says, so here we are. He says, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. <laughs> this Paul saying, he said, let me give you some advice. 
What you see me do, do. <laughs> what you see me do, do. What you see me learn, learn. What you see me receive, receive. What you see me do. If you will do these things, he said the God of peace is going to be with you. <laughs> when God of peace is going to be with you. When he said, he says, seek, ask, entreat, talk to God. He said, and guess what he said? He says, the God of peace is going to be with you. And then make Thanksgiving a vital part of what you do. And then the God of peace is going to do it. This is a key. This is a key. Being anxious for nothing. This is a key. This is a key to a prayer. This is a key to unlock. This is a key to push you away from worry and let God all up in your finances. I don't know who needed finance encouragement this morning, but here you go. And to put God all up in your finances. Put them all in your finances. Reminding yourself, prayer is like oxygen to me. So if I pray, right, in supplication and with thanksgiving, then I'm going to get the peace. Come on now. My God, I'm going to get the peace that I need. Now let me get this. This is a... This is what Paul says, thank you. This is what, this is how I, this is a kingdom spiritual king. It says, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care of me have flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect to want. I ain't talking to you about no money because I'm in want. <laughs> Come on now. This is what Paul said. I ain't talking about you. I'm not talking to you about no, no, no giving. I'm not telling you. He said, I'm not talking to you about giving. I, I'm not talking to you about giving because I need something. I'm talking to you about giving because this is a kingdom principle. I'm talking to you about giving because this is what the, what the, how the Lord set up the kingdom. He said, I'm not speaking to you in respect of want. For I've learned how to be content in, with or without. He said, I learned how to be content with it. That's what he says. I learned how to be content with or without. He really, Paul knew that if God had called him to ministry, whatever God had called him to, Paul had a contentment. To go and say, you know what? I know God got me. I know God always going to take care of me. I know God always going to supply my needs. He says, and this is what he says. He says, I know how to be a base. I know how to be a bound. Everywhere in all things, I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer in need. That's what he said. He said, I can do all things through, 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 through Christ which strengthens me. He says, notwithstanding, ye have well done. That ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians, know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me concerning giving and receiving, but only you. That's what he tells the Philippians. Only you, my God, communicated with me with giving and receiving, right? For even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again unto my necessity. Here they are taking care of kingdom. This is what Paul said. I'm going to help some of y'all in the summary. He said, not because I desire a gift. This is a spiritual key. You ought to hold on to this. He says, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that it may abound to your account. He said, this is so this will abound to your heavenly account. See, that's a spiritual key. What you do in the natural abounds to your heaven. I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. What you do in the natural abounds to your heavenly account. What you do in the natural unlocks heavenly things for you. Oh, my God. It's, what you do in the natural towards spiritual things is going to produce something for you that because see you need god to supply you Woo! you 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 those my can you put put this in the comments put this in your notes i'm done trying to supply myself oh <laughs> come on put it in the comments put it in your notes i'm i'm done trying to supply myself i've, I've been trying to supply myself 
I'm through trying. I'm through being overworked. I'm through being tired. I'm done trying to supply myself. This is what he said. He said, this is what he says. He says, he says, more fruit. He said, I desire more fruit. He said, I'm not telling you this for me. I'm telling you this so more fruit can abound to your account. He says, this is what he said. He says, but I have all in abound. I'm full, having received of Aphrodite, the things which you sent for me, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well pleasing to God. Their giving was well pleasing to God. Their, their giving was a sacrifice to God. My God. Then this is what he comes and says. He said, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. This is what Paul said. He said, because you, he said, because you've taken care of kingdom. This is what he was telling them. You got to read this differently. He said, because you've been taking care of kingdom. Because <laughs> you've been doing kingdom things. Because you've been applying kingdom principles because you've been tithing because you've been giving your expectation i'm out on this this is where i'm ending this your expectation should be that god supplies all my needs <laughs> that leverages the devil go back when he says in the word he says here's what he leverages he said but for whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are good. When I really understand that because I'm taking care of kingdom things, <laughs> the word tells me. This is what Paul was quoting here. This is all scripture to bring God. He said, but my God going to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. This will back it up. 18 verse. He said, because you've been sacrificing, acceptable, well-pleasing, giving to the kingdom of God. Guess what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to supply all your needs. Can I tell you what God showed me? My struggle, not, not now. In my earlier years, a lot of what I was struggling with was because I wasn't giving to the king. I didn't want to give to the king. Or I wanted to give a dollar. And it wasn't because I had a dollar. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you. Get, be done overworking yourself. Understand that if I'm giving to kingdom, then I trust and obey God. And guess what? It's up to God to do the rest. That means God going to bring every contract you need. Woo! I ain't got to make up no contracts. I ain't got to get outside myself. I ain't got to overwork myself. I ain't got to abandon my time with God. I ain't got to stop serving the homeless. I, every, that tells me, this tells me that if I operate in the kingdom things, I'm tithing and I'm giving, I'm taking care of the poor, I'm taking care of the will. This is my guarantee. This is Paul saying, because you have made, a, it's a sacrifice, acceptable, well, pleasing to God, because you have taken care of me, because you have taken care of the church. God going to supply all your needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You cannot do, you cannot do, you cannot do for heaven. You cannot do for heaven. You cannot do for heaven. You tithe and you give offerings. Tithing is one, only one percentage of it. My God, you tithe and you give offerings. You tithe and you give offerings. It's all throughout the book. You bring an offering, a pleasing offering to God. Sometimes that's your time. Come on now. It's deeper than this. Sometimes that's yourself. But all of these are kingdom principles. If we can gather and get into what the, the kingdom principle when you, when you operate in the tithe, because God, this is beyond tithing is in the New Testament, tithing is in the Old Testament. For people who say the tithe is the law, if you're scared to tithe, ask God to show you how to give you the strength. When you operate in the tithe, oh my God, you give the tithe and you give an offering. The tithe. Now, if you ain't to the point where you're strong enough to do the offering, give the tithe. 
My God. But can I tell you something? If you learn to give offerings, right? I promise you, alms in the Bible for the poor, take care of the widow, all of that stuff. Feed the, feed the, all of that. My God, I promise you. But a my, no, but can I tell you something, Jamaica? I need to be clear. Time is a seed, but time does not make excuses when the Lord is telling you to give, and then you say, well, I'm sowing my time. <laughs> Unless that's what he's requiring of you. Because sometimes we'll justify when God says, the widow's might is one of the most powerful stories in the Bible. Because when she came, she brought all she had. But the thing was, the process in your heart. God will supply all your needs. I just want to give you that. <laughs> I just want to give you that. I need to give you that. Tithes and offerings. That's just a kingdom principle. That's just a king. It's just a kingdom principle. It's just a kingdom principle. It's a kingdom principle. Trust and obey. You might not understand it natural. But here Paul's saying is, but my God shall supply all your needs according to your riches and glory. So we over worrying about what we eat, what we wear, and where we live. We through with that. We we signed off on that today. Wait, we signed we signed on off of the I want we signed off on that today. We threw over wearing. I'm no longer gonna worry about what I eat, what I wear. I'm, I'm done with those things because that's a kingdom resource. What I'm getting ready to spend time on is seeking the kingdom, seeking my relationship, figuring out how to be more like Christ. I'm going to spend my energy on following Christ. That's it. I love y'all. We got to go. I'm going to spend my energy on following Christ. I'm going to spend my time on following Christ. I'm going to spend my time on following Christ. I'm going to spend my time on following Christ. That's what Matthew 6 and 33 says. I'm going to spend my time. I'm not going to get caught up mentally and all this other stuff. I'm a, and if it looks like I'm following Christ, what does that look like? I'm going to spend my time on following Christ. What, is, what does that look like? I love y'all. I got to go. I love you. Meditate on it. Med, meditate on this. Ask the Lord, show me this. Because I want to align my finances as well with kingdom principles. I want my finances to align up with kingdom principles. A man of God had uh, my, a man of God had sent a seed to me one time, and it was so powerful because it's a scripture he recorded with the seed. And I had to really go meditate on what the scripture said. I will never come before the Lord empty-handed. And I remember when the Lord taught me this. It was so much, so much power in that. So ask the Lord, take me to a depth in understanding my your kingdom finances. I don't. Because this is what we typically do. We'll rest at a level that we're comfortable with. We just will. We don't like talking to people talking about money. We don't want to talk about money. So we'll rest at a level we are comfortable with. Ask God to give you more revelation for this. Don't, don't just take what I'm saying because I gave you part of my journey and my story. Ask the Lord. Give me more revelation. Because you may cap out at one part of it because you're uncomfortable with the rest. Or because you've you've brought judgment um, against something that something that you may not even have judgment against, right? Like because somebody operate a certain way, you brought judgment. Well, they be talking about see someone, and they be talking about offerings, and you brought judgment against it. And because you brought judgment against it, you can't operate beyond what you you feel comfortable with. So ask the Lord, Lord, show me where I'm operating, only where I'm comfortable. Can I just give y'all this? When I first married my husband, 
he believed in offerings or sometimes people call them seeds or whatever else. I use the word seed because the word says every seed multiplies after its own kind, right? When you sow something, it multiplies after its own kind. I use the word seed because I understand multiplication. Okay, Joe, I got to go. Yes, sir. I use seed because I understand multiplication. When people are like, I don't understand the word seed. This is why I use seed. I use seed because I understand multiplication. For me, everything represents a seed, right? Everything, your time, um, everything. For me, I see the kingdom in seed form. So I see the kingdom in seed form because he often refers to everything as a harvest, right? He's so many forms of farming in the Bible. So I use the word seed so that may help some of y'all when y'all hear the word seed. Well, because we've seen people or we feel like people have over abused because I can't judge them. God judged them. We're not supposed to judge anybody with natural eyes because we've heard that word and it seems like it's been misabused or used in a certain way. Then it may turn me deaf to what God is saying to me. So I was deaf to what God was saying to me. So when I got married to a man of God who planted and prayed, <laughs> who planted and prayed, I didn't understand what he's doing. I was like, why are we giving these offerings, right? Why are we why are we giving these offerings? Because I understood the tithe, but I didn't understand the offerings, the alms, the other things that God desired. Not have to, but he desires of us, right? So then when the Lord began to minister my heart, show me in scripture, take care of the widows, take care of the poor, minister to those in prison. Um, the way we supposed to take care of the church, take care of the men and women of God, their service. When God started giving me all that, I had to pull the scales off my eyes to get clarity and understanding of God's economy. And I was very comfortable here and I didn't want to go here because I had turned a deaf ear to what God is saying. So ask God, open the eyes of my understanding and open my ears so I make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do for the kingdom through you. And, and forgive me if I become offended just because somebody presented something that I didn't understand as a truth. And if you do that, guess what God will begin to show you? He'll begin to show you ways. God loves generosity. All right, let's do our confession and go. God loves generosity. He loves generosity. Let's do our confession and let's, let's get out of here. He loves generosity. And once he started showing me that, I, I said, and then I began to understand what you do, what you put out, is what's going to come back to you, right? <laughs> what, what you put out is going to come back to you, right? So that's it. I live by faith. I walk by faith and not by sight. My faith grows. Exceed. Yes, Holy Spirit. And can I tell you something? I tithe and give before I pay a bill. I'm just telling you me. This is what my way of living. Remember Paul said, I'm just sharing with you how I live. I tithe and give before I do anything else. <laughs> like, I don't give on the opposite end, but that's my lifestyle. I tithe and I give before I do anything else. Those are pres precedent. And then I just tell God, you take care of this. My giving goes before my groceries. <laughs> my giving goes before my groceries. My giving goes. It's like, this, this is what, how God taught me to be responsible in kingdom. Because if not, what I was doing was making excuses for my giving. Making excuses for my ties. Yep, yep. Miss Mama Joy said the same thing. Take it out first, then pay your bills. That that if not, I was making excuses for what God is requiring me to do, and I had to start eliminating all the excuses 
Because what I found for years was my bills and my groceries would take precedent over everything else. Oh, my kids can't be without food. That's it, Courtney. It's seeking the kingdom first. Okay, so hopefully help you. Let's do our confession. I sent them back out this morning. I live by faith. I walk by faith and not by sight. My faith grows exceedingly. I take the shield of faith. I'm strong in faith. Through faith, I inherit the promises. No one or nothing has dominion over my faith. I stand in faith. God rewards my faith because I diligently seek my God. Come on, y'all. Get your confessions in. It's our confession for this month. My God. My faith is in the power of God. I have the spirit of faith. I abound in faith. I'm grounded and settled in faith. I'm established in faith. The Lord delivered my family from all our fears. The Lord has delivered my family from the hands of the wicked. The Lord has delivered my family from the depths of the grave. My, by faith, the Lord turns towards my family and delivers us because of his unfailing love. By faith, my family is whole, healed, healthy, and wealthy in the name of Jesus. Faith is my precedent. Shout, is it, done? it is done. That is our confession for the next 30 days. My other thing is I want to tell you because I got to meet y'all over somewhere else. The other thing I want to share with you is that God also dealt me with was my vows. I have vows out there that I had not fulfilled. If you make a vow before God, if you make a promise, Lord, if you give me so much money, I'm going to take care of this, right? Or you make a pledge to fund or be a part of something in kingdom. Honor the vows. Ecclesiastes 5 reminds us that God is listening to every vow we make. Ask the Lord, show me where there are vows. Because those little things are glitches in the kingdom. Show me where there are vows that I've made that I've not honored. I'm just deliverance today in our finances. Father God, thank you for deliverance today in our finances. Thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. What we don't understand, give us more clarity on through your scripture and your word. For Christ's sake, Lord God, because we want to honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, repeat after me. This is how this all begins. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. Info at justbeinglmj.com. And second, if the Lord places on your heart to give, go over to the website, lakeishamjohnson.com. You can give there or cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. Don't forget your love offering and your gifts, right? Don't forget your love offering and your gifts. Give those as well. I love y'all. We'll be back here in the morning. I will be back here, and I'm going to be better with your time. I promise y'all know how I am. I, I try to be respectful of your time. I just needed to get the announcements and all this other things out the way because of our family. We need information. And some of y'all, sometimes reading the emails get scrambled. I love y'all so much. I'll see y'all back here in the morning, live at 5. Invite someone in. Share the devotional. My God, Lord God, I thank you. We are going beyond ourselves in Jesus' name. Love. Peace and blessings. Oh, thank you, Father. Yes, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.